We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. The feeling I get is that when you're loyal to yourself first, you're in your feelings, your true feelings, rather than your emotions. Ah, that so, feels so good. You know, my emotions are like programmed responses I have to things, mm-hmm. but being loyal to myself, all that means is I'm going to tune into my true feelings. And then my true feelings are that good, kind, loving, sharing part of me. You know, mm-hmm. that part of me that's expansive, that wants to rise to the occasion, that loves fulfillment. It loves accomplishment. And so when I tune back into that part of me, now I can really move forward. Whether you are a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting out on your spiritual path, this podcast has something for everyone. The mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey through unique perspectives around mind, body, and spirit. Join me and other enthusiastic souls as we share weekly episodes of how amazing life is when you embrace the spiritual parts of your journey. This and all episodes can be found on my website, tntspiritworks.com. And if you would like to watch the episodes, please check out TNT Spiritworks YouTube channel. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax because another enthusiastic episode starts now. Welcome back to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa, and Tom is here again for another episode of TNT Spiritwork. What's up spiritually? Welcome, Tom. What's up? What the, well, you know, it's another month. It's actually May now. So, woof, the year's flying. The year's flying by. That's another, there's a whole nother episode there of how fast time's going. <laughs> we're going to talk about the year flying by. But don't worry, folks. We're not going to talk about time is speeding up and all those esoteric sorts of things. But I do notice that when I'm having more fun, the time does go by a bit faster. Have you noticed that, Teresa? Absolutely. And one of the reasons that I think that's true is because I've been involved with industry mm-hmm. and I've been involved with uh, business. And what am I talking about here? What I'm really talking about is the business of myself. I love that. The biz- and this is without no narcissism. Yeah. Removing the ego. What well, is your business of yourself, Tom? The business of myself. I'm so glad you asked is really just looking at my spiritual life from an organized perspective. In other words, uh, I need to make it a focus of why I'm here and what I'm doing to be aware of that spiritual part. So the business of me is growing spiritually because frankly, that's all we're going to take with us. You know, we're a soul, we're energy. And what we learn here, the wisdom that we gain or our experiences and And what we learn through experience, that's what we take with us. We don't take anything else with us. We all know that. And uh, you can set up your continuity for the future if you like, but uh, that's another episode. Uh, 
But today I want to talk about the business of me. And uh, for me, it's knowing uh, what my spiritual focus is every day, every month, and uh, ideally in every situation. And, you know, when I say that, I, I don't mean like it's a big deal. It's just, you know, what is a little area that I can uh, gain some um, growth in or gain some healing? You know, that's, I think, another word for growth for me would be healing. But uh, what is industry and uh, business of me mean to you, Teresa? Well, thank you for asking me that, Thomas. You're welcome. <laughs> so when I think about the business of me in the, in the realm of my, I have a personal, a business, and a, so, a social side of me. Oh, yeah. So the business of me is about, like Thomas saying, my journey. And when I look back at my life so far, and I'm about midway, halfway, I'm in the um, the. the third quarter i'm in the third quarter yeah right first yeah, we second that we're in the, i'm in the third quarter of my of my life of my um of my team time here while i'm on the planet and so looking back i recognize that as i moved along in my journey there were times when the business of me needed to move a different way i needed to go down a different path i needed to shift right shift left and so the business of me has been very busy my whole life, but definitely there's been times when I've, I've noticed that with spirits backing and where I needed to go to head for the next, next off ramp, also to say, keep it like a little car thing is that, um, I really have been, you know, working the business of me my whole life. You know, and, uh, when I'm aware of sort of the, uh, the key energies or the key words for the month for me and for, and for my spiritual growth from that perspective, um, it's really uplifting. It's a feeling of like, oh, let's be involved in this. This is fun. So rather than looking at situations as drudgery or obligation or, you know, because there are some things we need to do, you know, to stay here on planet Earth and keep these physical bodies in shape and, um, you know, be of service and pay as we go and all that good stuff. Uh, and through that, through that opportunity, we can learn a lot about ourselves. So uh, it's one thing to focus on the, the material, as they say, you know, and, and yet everybody that's really rich and really wealthy says, gee, it's, doesn't, money doesn't buy you happiness. And, and Paul McCartney and John Lennon, of course, uh, said money can't buy me love. But, uh, you know, we hear that kind of thing. Now, uh, there's nothing wrong with money. It's great to have money because for me, money just means freedom and uh, resources of energy for me to do the things that I really need to do and want to do in life and, and more opportunity to be of service and that kind of thing. But um, moving along, uh, whatever opportunity I'm involved with, you know, even if it's something that um, I really love, you know, if I don't keep in perspective what I'm learning or gaining from that opportunity spiritually, it can become drudgery. You know, or it, became, it become a little bit of a, now I'm carrying a weight every day. You know, I become, I enslaved myself by not knowing, you know, uh, getting in that robotic mode, you might say, uh, not knowing what am I gaining out of every experience. And I don't mean it's got to all be for me, but I at least need to know that, oh, here was an opportunity for me to be a little more patient with someone or which really is all about me being patient with myself. Because once I'm patient with myself, it's easy to be patient with other people. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, what comes up for me also about the business of me is that um, I need to show up. 
So that's a big part of being here um, in this physical body is showing up. And when I show up for myself and what I'm here to do and experience and, you know, move through, I do my 50%. And then I have my wonderful personal team of spiritual helpers or angels or master souls that move in and support me when I decide to show up. I mean, they're always going to work with me irregardless. So like, you know, even I'll say this, even like someone, you know, a homeless person on the street, they have angels. Everyone has angels. Everyone has backing. But when I do my 50% and show up in the way that I, I need to show up for myself, I call them in and they really help. They, they have that other 50%. So then 100% of my energy goes towards what I've come to do in a very, very supportive way. Yeah, for me, you might say that's the areas they can help you the most. You know, if I'm in the right place at the right time, I'm really in that flow of spirit then I find uh, the opportunities open up, doors open, uh, the relationships I get involved with, the people I get to know, it all becomes a wonderful, you know, heaven on earth kind of experience. And, um, you know, I play in a, a, a country Western band, as you know, and uh, he loves it so I never much. played in a country and Western band before in my life. I've been a drummer in some uh, cover bands and uh, a little bit in some original bands and also in a James Brown tribute band when I was in Australia. And so in recent times, you know, I've met some country and Western fellows and I really, uh, I really enjoy it. You know, I, I just love playing and I love sharing with people spiritually, but I also love that little sideline as well, you know. And, um, but I noticed that even as I love it, and um, you might say like, and this, this could be true with like any new job, you know, or any new relationship. There's always this honeymoon period where, you know, everything's wonderful because it feels good. You know, our, our angels backed us to get into that situation. We're in the right place at the right time. And so now I'm, I'm in my feelings, I'm feeling really ecstatic and happy and free and blissful. And then over time, you know, little experiences show up to stimulate me. And uh, it might be this fellow said that, or, you know, uh, boy, I've got to lug all this stuff in, or, you know, various, all the typical life experiences that happen. And, um, but if I don't look at it as an opportunity to wait, wait a minute, what am I getting stimulated about? Or, you know, why am I having this emotional reaction to something? And half the time, the people don't even mean it when they say something or or uh, do something. Uh, if I don't take a look at that spiritually, like what's the concept that I have that's limiting my uh, full enjoyment of that? And I can work with my guidance and recheck that and just find ways to regroup with other people so that I can release some of those old thought patterns, you might say. So even when we're involved in things we love, it's funny how those challenges can show up again unless I take a look at the spiritual side of life. That's that's what it means to me. How would you say it? Well, I love what you mentioned about <clears throat> about the different um, moving into different situations and how there's a newness at first and then it kind of subsides like, you know, relationships and then how you kind of go, oh, now things are stimulating me. And it, what came to mind is how they I've heard some people say things like, when you're with your family and friends, well, especially really family, like moving into a situation with your family, and especially we're talking about, you know, the, the business of me and my business and moving in with the situation with a family who has all of their own business, that about, you know, first it's like, great, we're all together, we're enjoying each other. Mm. 
And then over time, it's like, oh boy, it doesn't feel quite as good as that first day, maybe day two and a half. I'm like, um, three days is max. <laughs> That's what I've always heard is three days is like, then stuff starts really kind of moving back in the concepts, the beliefs the that we all habits. have. Right, the old habits. But just remembering and just, um, you know, really embracing the fact that as a soul in a physical body, we are here to be in business of ourselves. And I want to really step into the loyalties. Mm-hmm. So there's three loyalties that we work with in our um, in some of our workshops and in our beliefs. And they're the loyalty of loyalty to self, which is loyalty to me, the business of me. Then there's loyalty to those close around me, which is my, my loved ones and those that I live within, you know, my environment. Then there's um, loyalty to the third loyalty is the bigger picture. So how do I work amongst things outside of my environment and me? So would you like to share a little bit about how that's how you work with those loyalties, Tom? Well, what I love about that is that it's not me first, second and third. It's me first. So I know where I'm at. You know, if I if I don't have my rudder still in the water, if I if I can't control that that ship that I'm on and I'm, I'm flowing right in the right river first, I can't help anybody else. So, you know, there's, we talk about that all the time, you know, get that oxygen mask when you're in the airplane, put it on first, then you can be of service. So there's no, you know, that's an old idea. Well, I shouldn't say old. It's a classic spiritual truth that's been around in many forms uh, for a long time. And uh, that's how, that's what I hear you saying, you know, is it, but if I'm, I'll always be okay if I can maintain that loyalty to self. And what that means is I'm going to stay into my true feelings. I'm going to live within my thrust to be happy and free, you know, have that feeling inside no matter what I'm involved with. I might be lugging drum equipment from my truck, you know, a block and a half because I couldn't get parking or, you know, I never parked that far away. But <laughs> all that. But could, there's potential but for there's, it to happen. Yeah, it, it could happen, you know. And, um, I'm going to uh, say, well, you know, I learned I needed to trust my first impression when I needed to get there half hour earlier, you know, or something like that. And I picked that up real clear, but I talked myself out of it, you know, so why am I finding myself in the situation where I have to suffer? So if I, if I'm loyal to myself first, at least on that spiritual part, what am I getting out of the situation? What, what can I gain so that I can be more of service, so that I can be that loving being? And uh, that's what makes the challenges. You know, the challenges aren't so bad. The challenges can be really fulfilling. I mean, many people that do hard work or, or do uh, dangerous things or what we consider brave things, you know, like being in the service. I mean, folks love that stuff because it's a challenge and they have to rise to the occasion. But it's great as long as you know what you're getting out of it, you know. Uh, and uh, working with your guidance better or, or uh, communicating better on a team, you know, so there's some wonderful spiritual growth is, is often uh, very practical. You know, if that's, that's one area that people can improve, for example, is just communicating better with each other. And one of the ways they can do that is finding out about the four types of perception, which is a profile we offer. And also we do readings at uh, many of the events that we're at. So it's interesting as we're going through this conversation about industry and this in this time frame is May of 2023. I was kind of tuning in like, okay, guys, why are we what is up with this, you know, this keyword of industry and this this major concept that we're working with? And the insights I really received is that fact that what, what we've all been through in the last couple of years 
a lot of people have been shaken to the core and opened up and a lot of people are stepping into new business. So I really want to emphasize that as far as, you know, wherever you're at in your journey. And if you are also in that place of new businesses coming in, new businesses is being created, or maybe you're creating it over the last couple of years, which honestly is what Tom and I have been doing. I mean, we met in 2017, but by 2020, we were trying to start getting things going and then COVID hit. So and, and which, you know, a lot of you guys understand the fact that, you know, we the whole world was kind of shut down, so kind of it was shut down. And so really coming back into what is the business of me and how do I want this business to look? Another key that's coming to me is um, is from your heart, from your heart, like that heart centered business. And I feel that a lot of people are really moving more into that because it's kind of the only the the. The way to move forward. Do you understand what I'm saying, Tom? Am I am I rambling here? The feeling I get is that when you're loyal to yourself first, you're in your feelings, your true feelings, rather than your emotions. Ah, oh, that so, feels so good. You know, <laughs> my emotions are like programmed responses I have to things. Mm-hmm. But being loyal to myself, all that means is I'm going to tune into my true feelings. And then my true feelings are that good, kind, loving, sharing part of me, you know, that part of me that's expansive, that wants to rise to the occasion, that loves fulfillment, it loves accomplishment. And so when I tune back into that part of me, now I can really move forward. In fact, you know, the more that I change my thinking and that, you know, you folks out there can change your thinking to be more positive and solution oriented, that's the business of you. Being more solution or solution oriented. Say that three times. <laughs> solution oriented. Solution oriented. That's good. You did it. Yeah, I did it. And uh, is uh, important mm-hmm. because there's a lot of prestige and suffering. You know, there's it's unfortunately in our culture, you know, and that's it's great. You know, there's also a lot of prestige and just rising to the occasion mm-hmm. and being of service. And I prefer that. And the fulfillment of that, uh, now that's being loyal to myself. Because if I'm loving to other people, I actually get a lot out of it. Yeah, and that's also showing up for yourself, which is so important. Like we, like as a mom, when I was a a real mom, you know, had the kids little, I showed up for them all the time. So it's important as, as, you know, we're parents or working with other people, like, you know, you need to show up for yourself. What what are your needs for today? How what happens when you get out of bed in the morning? And you know what do you need to take care of before you work with your husband, work with the kids, work with the animals? Like that's part of the business of me, also. Yeah, I I, I hear that. You know the um, that I've got to take care of my physical. I've got to maintain my health so I can keep this vehicle for my soul operating smoothly on planet Earth. And, you know, when it comes to spiritual growth, uh, the unfortunate or fortunate truth, really the beautiful truth of it is it's all up to you. No one can grow spiritually for you. No one can save you. You, uh, No one can save me. And what that means to me is it's just actually every time I say it, I feel like good because I really in my soul nature, I want to do it for myself. I'm excited to be here. I want to be happy and free. And that's what we're talking about. If you can tune into those true feelings, there's a wealth. It's a reservoir of renewable energy. I like to call it, you know, renewable for yourself. And uh, when you know you have a lot of energy and you feel good about yourself, you know you're in your feelings. 
I can, I can feel that, Tom. <laughs> that feels so good. So industry can be really fun. Industry can be fun. If it's the industry of you. Industry of you, the business of me. So everyone out there listening, I hope that this um, episode gave you some little gems on the loyalties, on how to really, you know, understand who you are and what you're here to do and, and accessing that business part of you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, please, uh, if you'd like to share what it means to you, there's no right and wrong answers. We, we'd love to hear from you. But, uh, you know, just make sure you share what you feel and uh, any positive insights, you know, keep it positive because that's where that's where the aha moments are going to come from. As you regroup what it means to you, your angels can give you more insight. And once you've sort of established a level of insight, it's funny how much more they can give you. And we all need to outflow that. That's one of the reasons Teresa and I share, because as I share about the industry of me, little uh, words of wisdom come from my spiritual helpers that give me a bigger picture or me a better idea of how I can live my life in a more smoother, uh, more fulfilled, a more relaxed, more energetic and uh, be have the opportunity to really enjoy that accomplishment of being here and achievement on planet Earth. Because this is why we're here for accomplishment, achievement, action. Those are some of the key words for being here. There's no mystery to it, folks. You have the answers within. But yes, we do need a little help with each sharing with each other. And, and um, we just want to share some of the tools and techniques that have worked for us. So please put some comments. In. Yeah, you can go to pod inbox in the show notes. If you got, want to leave us a message or a comment, pod inbox in the show notes. And just want to thank you all again for listening in to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. Tom and I love sharing every single month and hopefully inspiring you to, you know, just live your best life. Just keeping it simple. I like to do kiss, keep it simple spiritually. And just really, <laughs> I just love that. And, you know, and just... Do what you have to do while you're here and enjoy it. Really get the most fulfillment out of it. Yeah. Any any comments on YouTube are always welcome as well. And uh, please like and subscribe. Yes. And also, um, this is May. So my new book called The Soul Quake Survival Guide, Reviving Your Connection to Spirit in Earth-Shaking Times. You can go on to the, um, to the show notes also and get on the early bird list. And you can find out more information about when that's going to be coming out in June. I'd love to share that with you. So you can check out that in the show notes. Anything else, Tom? Well, what I love about that book is that you really help uh, guide people into finding their own uh, steps, to, you know, to awareness of how they can work with spirit through some of those challenges that we all come across. Because uh, we all get hit once in a while with something or have been in our lives with something we didn't quite foresee. And uh, but there's solutions. And I'm going to say it again. There's solutions <laughs> and there's more solutions. And you're uh, anyways, it's a great book. It's not uh, uh, something to take lightly is, uh, you know, once I've found that I've I've learned something from experience, I don't tend to face it as often anymore. That's nothing I can prove to you, but maybe, and maybe I just don't notice it because it, it's something I can handle. I've mastered it. And the book will be available um, in audio as well as in a book form. So that'll be pretty fun, too. So if you're, a, if you're an audible person and like to listen in, you can definitely do it when the book comes out. So until next week, please remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your, your unique, unique journey. journey.
Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.